Welcome to the build-up on Balls.ie in association with Labrooks. Please bet responsibly. Visit dunlui.net for further information. Hello and welcome to the build-up here on Balls.ie, our look ahead to the biggest events of the sporting weekend and none bigger this week than the US Masters at Augusta, which is back in its rightful time slot in April. There's also going to be uh, patrons, as they like to call them, I think, is it patrons? At the event this year. So all slightly different than the weirdness that we had in November. But one thing that we are going to have the same is our uh, basically champion tipster at this stage, which is golf writer Mike Bailey. Mike, great to have you with us again. You had an amazing US Open when we spoke to you um, a couple of months ago and um, just as good a uh, Masters Sorry, I think we just lost Mike there briefly, but uh, he's back with us now, actually. Mike, I was just saying that uh, you, you did so well for us at the Masters and the US Open. We had to have you back again. <laughs> well, everybody gets lucky, right? There's um, so much excitement with the Masters this year because, you know, it's not just that we've had a second Masters in just a few months, but it is that, you know, we're talking about maybe 12,000 people being in Augusta this week, and it's nothing compared to the maybe 50,000 that's normally there, but we're so used to seeing sporting events behind closed doors. We've almost got used to there being no atmosphere. Just having a Masters with patrons there again is just going to be a whole different vibe and something that I think will really, really hit us when we start watching on Thursday afternoon. Oh, uh, without a doubt. I mean, is the pandemic over? No, but... Uh... You know, it'll feel a little bit normal uh, seeing people out there cheer. Will they be as loud? No, but they'll we'll hear them, and and that's and the players will certainly hear them, and some of these players will feed off of that, and um, you know, it'll it'll certainly be very welcome to be uh, seeing the Masters back in that atmosphere. Um, you know, it's terrific that they were able to hold it last November and that we got that, uh, but this is what we've been waiting for. Absolutely, absolutely. And when you look at what we've got coming ahead, it's it's like such an exciting field in a way. You had Dustin Johnson won last year. If you look at the odds on labrooks.com, you can see them there on the screen. Dustin Johnson's 8-1. to one. Bryson DeChambeau, uh, US Open champion, 10-1. to one. Jordan Spieth back. We'll talk about him in a minute, 10-1. to one. Justin Thomas, 10-1. to one. And then you have John Ram, 11-1. to one. Rory is outside that. But if you look at the top five in that betting, um, or top four, like... All of these guys have won once this year. Nobody has won twice in the in twenty twenty one across in, in Europe or in, on on the PGA Tour. Um, but all of those guys have won one time and have all looked really impressive at times. And you're thinking to yourself, this is as wide open as it gets. We've got all kinds of storylines going on, and we've got guys who are playing good golf, but nobody is putting themselves out on that kind of like tiger bracket or you know like you know even. Kupka a few years ago where you're just looking this one guy is miles ahead of everybody else we've got a very even field of top top golfers yeah without a doubt I mean uh, any of those names that you've mentioned um, if if any of them won nobody would be surprised Uh, and I know we're going to talk about Jordan in a bit but uh, even if Jordan won with all his struggles in the last three years but especially after winning last week we've kind of seen him build toward it so we wouldn't be shocked if he won I, I wouldn't be shocked obviously if Dustin Johnson won or, or obviously Bryson DeChambeau because um, they're just immensely talented and, and physically they hit the ball so far that, uh, you know, they can, they can do things that a lot of players can't do. Um, but, you know, the Masters has really been something that's been almost every year has been kind of wide open. You know, there's been people that have kind of snuck in and been in contention late that you wouldn't have expected. Um, but usually 
usually somebody really good comes through at the end. Yeah, and that was certainly the case in November with with Johnson, and I suppose the thing with with DJ that people have been looking for for years is is the kind of consistency. It was only a second major, almost surprisingly, but last year he did kind of put in that consistent form, the world number one, you know, basically consistently throughout the year, and it was all topped off with a brilliant performance in Augusta. Did you see enough in his four days there in November to suggest that? he's got this place figured out a little bit and he's going to be the guy to beat, uh, you know, for the next couple of years. Well, I, I think 20 under, you got to figure it out for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, but, uh, uh, I mean, we know that, that Dustin really doesn't have any weaknesses in his game. So if he's, if he's on, he's going to be very tough to beat. Uh, he's, he's just, I mean, the guy, you know, he's always been long, but now his short game is so good. And he's, a, he's a, just a great putter. Um, you know, so he's got all the all the elements and all the tools, and he's a, just a physically dominating type player. Uh, and his golf acumen is obviously very high, uh, and he loves the place. I mean, that's what it, everybody loves that place. Everybody gets inspired to play there. So you never know what's going through the mind of a golfer when he's playing a like a regular tournament. I mean, the money's so good out there. Obviously, they want to win every week if they can. But this is extra special. Um, and and like you said, fans are going to be there. Um, and this is a big deal. This is a really big deal in golf. So everybody's super motivated. I'm going to be very interested to see how everybody gets out of the gate come Thursday. Yeah, absolutely. Um, look, I think there's so many eyes are going to be on, uh, your fellow Texan Jordan Spieth as, uh, you know, he won the Texas open last week. Uh, it was his first win since the open in 2017, I believe, you know, which is an unbelievable thing. And he'd fallen off the radar completely. He was in nearly a hundred in the world. I think maybe, 95 or something like that and but his form this year has come back now i was saying to you before we started here that it doesn't feel like that should mean he's 10 to 1 second favorite for the masters because he won in a weakened field last week but one it's great for golf that he's back and two should we be are is it a bit of an overreaction to see him so short and so high up in the betting considering what we've seen so far yeah there's a bit of an overreaction and and i think that when it comes to betting uh you know, even when Tiger wasn't in form, uh, there were times where he was still the favorite. And you're just questioning that. And that's because people like to bet on players they really like. We know that. We know that especially players that don't bet large amounts of money, uh, they bet a lot with their heart. And certainly uh, Jordan Spieth is beloved by golf fans and they've been wanting to see him come back and they're looking for an excuse to put money on him, certainly. Um so that doesn't surprise me in that respect. But I will say this. Jordan has something that's, you know, he he kind of has that extra gene or whatever it is that uh, he's able to, you know, obviously he's very mentally strong to go what he's mm-hmm. gone through. But if you think about, you know, that Open Championship, for example, um, I can't remember which hole it was, but, it, you know, he made like a double bogey. And the next thing you know, he's he's, he's playing the next three holes at four or five hundred par. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, so he's able to come back from adversity more than just about any player I've ever seen, except for maybe Tiger Woods. Um, so he has that intangible, intangible um, will and, and focus and, and determination. And you can, see, you can see that in the last couple of years as he's rebuilt his game and, and made improvements. And this is a guy that needed to make some improvements, and he's done it. Has he mm. arrived? I don't know. But uh, you know what? Uh, the, the, the course there in San Antonio – Last week, that's a very tough golf course. Yeah. So he he won on a tough golf course, and mm-hmm. he won right before the Masters. So those 
you know, the combination of those two things obviously bode well for him. I, I expect him to perform well this week. I, I don't know that he's going to win, but I expect him to, to play well. Yeah, and the fact that the talent level is there, I suppose you talked about, they go back to the point earlier about nobody having won twice. And I suppose the fact as well that with Tiger kind of out of the equation now, obviously for a few years, really, obviously in, right. in, in a real way, you know, obviously this time, unfortunately. But, you know, Rory has four majors and uh, Brooks Koepka has four. And next on the list of the contenders, anyway, outside of the kind of thousand to one shots, you're talking about Jordan Speed next with three, and then DJ has two, and you know very very little experience in terms of big numbers of winning majors. And the fact that he has done it, Rory's not in form. Brooks up and down a little bit, I suppose. He's definitely someone we could talk about. But of the foreign players, Jordan Speed has the most experience of winning majors. Yeah, without a doubt, um, he's been playing well lately. He's been in contention the last few weeks. Um, so yeah, I mean he's coming in with momentum. There's there's no doubt about it. Okay, well, uh, he's one to look at. So we've mentioned Dustin Johnson and we've mentioned we've mentioned Jordan Spieth. But if you were to go and pick a guy for the tournament, I suppose before like the other two kind of main contenders, you know, Justin Thomas won the Players Championship. He's been so so consistent for so long now, but still only one major to his name. And then right. Bryson DeChambeau, who you tipped to win the U.S. Open, he went and won the U.S. Open. He's you know his consistency has definitely improved over the last few months. He won the Arnold Palmer. And those two guys are obviously really, really live shots as well before we kind of look at some more outside tips. Yeah, I think I, 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 you definitely got to consider Bryson one of the favorites. Um, I mean, this is a course. It was interesting. I was hearing him talk. And, you know, the big difference between November and now is the course is going to be a lot firmer. Sure. And, and you would think for a guy like DeChambeau, um, as far as he carries the ball, he would probably prefer a course that's um, a little softer, you know, so that he won't get in trouble. But there's a couple of things about Augusta. One is you can hit it in the trees and recover. Um, you know, Tiger did that many times. He made birdies out of, you know, wayward drives and, and DeChambeau is kind of the same way. And then the other thing that DeChambeau said was he likes it firm. He thinks it's more predictable when it's firm. He thinks his golf ball is more predictable when it's not wet. And, um, and, and he's, and, and his, mind he's won under firm conditions uh yeah. certainly that us open it was firm i mean and he did well there so um he he likes those conditions they're only calling for maybe a little bit of rain this week so it should it should stay pretty firm all week yeah um definitely a contender and somebody i think that will uh capture the interest and i suppose if you're looking at it yeah. from a from a from a viewer's point of view whether you love him or hate him the is definitely box office uh, Jordan Speed maybe in the other way, maybe a lot more popular, but also box office. So it's good to have right. those guys at the top of the field. Someone else who is box office on his day and just hasn't been doing it. And when you're talking about the Shambo and, you know, firmness, getting in trouble, getting himself out of it, and you're thinking Rory McIlroy with that admission that he maybe altered his game uh, a little bit to kind of keep up with Bryson DeChambeau. And you're thinking, and like, obviously his form is out the window and you're looking at him going, you were kind of long enough anyway, Rory. That wasn't really the issue. Right. Um, and it just makes you scratch your head and think, you know, God, what have you done here? Because that wasn't the thing you needed to go and focus on. And, you know, he just left himself in a bit of trouble. I'm just wondering how quickly you think something like that can turn around for him. He's obviously, he's never won at Augusta, but it's not as if he hasn't had good tournaments, but more importantly, brilliant right. rounds. Rory seems to be able to put 165 together. Uh, every time he goes to Augusta. 
Yes, he does. And so you're, the question is, can he do it for four days in a row or at least three days in a row and have an average round? Right. Yeah. Um, and, and, and he can, I mean, he's, he's that kind of talent. I, I was blown away by that admission and, and not so much that that was what he was doing, but that he even said it because everybody sure. ran with it. So, you know, it's gotta be on his mind now all the time that, you know, was I doing the right thing? How do I get back to where I was? And he's talked a little bit about that. Uh, he can get back to where he was certainly, but uh, you know, seeing him play in, at the players championship and just spraying the ball, you know, left and right off the tee was kind of mind blowing. Um, you know, he needs to get back to what he does because like you said, he was plenty long enough and he's got all the, you know, he's got all the talent in the world to, to play there. And, and I, I would, I would be surprised if he had another bad showing this week. I would think that, um, that he'll be in the mix. I really do. Um, you know, he's going to get his, he's going to get his act together again. I, is it this week or is it going to be later in the year, but it's going to happen. Mm. So he's 14 to one on that Brooks. Um, we've got a few kind of names there, um, you know, spraying on the screen, but I know you've been having a look at a few kind of more outside guys um, that might do something this week. Uh, and obviously again, Mike, sorry to, to rub it in, but you've a lot, a lot to live up to after your performances in the, in the autumn last year. Well, I, 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 I'm in two pools this week <laughs> and I actually did put Bryson in, in, in both of them because you, you, you pick a mixture of players. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think that it's pretty safe to say he's probably going to play well again. Don't, who knows who's going to win. Right. Uh, but some, some of the guys that, uh, that have been playing pretty well, Paul Casey's been playing well and he always plays, he seems to play well at Augusta. John Rahm's got a terrific game. Um, you're just waiting for that day when he finally puts one together. Uh, you mentioned Justin Thomas. He's certainly capable of winning there. Uh, so that would not be a, a big risk. And, uh, and then a, a guy I like uh, who I've been watching a little bit over the past six months to a year is Abraham Answer. He's not particularly long, but he's super solid, doesn't spray the balls. Very, um, you know, he's very, it's just very consistent. Um, and when you think about guys like, uh, you know, when, when uh, Zach Johnson won, well, he wasn't long. Uh, so you don't have to be a long hitter to win at Augusta. I mean, there's been guys that have, have laid up just about, you know, on every par five, including 13 and 15 and, and still done well. So it can't happen that way. Yeah. So that's a 66 to one for answer is, a, is, is, a, right. is pretty interesting. He's a, he's been a, very consistent player, I would say, as well. Um, I know there was one you were looking at as well. They might not have the consistency, but definitely has the form. Uh, Matt Jones, who just, yeah. again, we're, we're talking about winners. Um, he won the uh, the Honda Classic just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and, and impressively, too. I mean, um, that that surprised me a little bit. And, and the way he was hitting the ball there, and that is a very hard golf course. Um, so he was very precise. Obviously, whoever wins whatever week it is, they're on. We know that. But um, I was I was very impressed with the way he handled the pressure down the stretch. It looks like he's got a bit of a resurgence. Um, I talked to him a few years ago when he won here in Houston, and um, and then he kind of disappeared. And you were wondering, well, that's probably the end of his career. And suddenly he's kind of coming back. He's playing well. Um, he's had a couple other good finishes at a couple other tournaments uh, in the last uh, few months as well. So. Mm. You know, if you're looking for an outside shot, maybe put a couple of bucks on um, or a couple of quid, as you say, on, on Matt <laughs> Jones. Uh, it, it might might be worth a little gamble. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So 150 to one uh, on Ladbrokes for Matt Jones is your big one. I think more, uh, you know, some of them a little bit more closer to home that you were looking at as well. 
uh, closer to my home or your home? <laughs> or close, closer to home, I suppose, to cl closer to realism, I suppose. But I'm not, that's the wrong word. Well, not closer, that my closer to realism. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Louis Oosthuizen's a guy that always is steady and plays well, and he's been in contention in a couple of tournaments lately. Um, you know, he. It seems like I've had him in a lot of pools at Augusta, and he's always been right there, and, and maybe kind of fallen off at the end. But he's had his chances, and uh, he's he's still a golfer with, you know, very good skill and a lot of consistency, and and uh, and he hits it pretty long too, by the way, and. Um, you know, so he, he's a guy that can do something. And again, I mean, we talked about, boy, Lee Westwood, what a story that would be, huh? I mean, he would, yeah. I think he would break Jack Nicholas's record if he, if he won. I think he's a little older than Nicholas was, right? Uh, Nicholas was 46 and uh, Westwood's 47. And yeah. interesting, interesting story. He has his son on the bag this week, which should be kind of fun to watch. Um, and they talked about them playing a practice round, I guess, a couple of weeks ago out there. Uh, and he just, he seems like he's just having a, a great time and he has really been playing well lately. I yeah. mean, his, his, I mean, he, he was right there at uh, Bay Hill, right there at the players um, could have won both of those. So uh, I've been very impressed with him lately. It looks like he's having a great time. Maybe, I don't know if there's any pressure on him. Of course, he's never won a major, but uh, this might be the time, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you kind of give up on the dream a little bit and then, it frees yeah. you up a little bit, you know, but he's always been really, really good. I, I definitely, I think maybe five top 10 finishes at Augusta and a really, really good player around there. And it is kind of great. We're talking about Jordan Speed's comeback and you're thinking about Lee Westwood being near like 20 years older than him right. and being able to kind of turn it around this year as well and play like genuinely like you would. There's, there's no reason to think that this guy, just because he's 47, isn't able to do it with the golf that he's playing. He's playing as well as anybody in the world at the moment. Yeah, wasn't it? I think Bay Hill. I think there was uh, late in the late in that fourth round. Uh, I can't remember which hole it was, but uh, he either outdrove Bryson or was right there with him and did, did the like the muscle man pose off the tee. And um, <laughs> first of all, it was so impressive to see him hit the ball that far. Yeah. Uh, but secondly, I love his sense of humor and and the way he's going about things right now. I mean, he's got the perfect relaxed attitude for playing good golf. Yeah. I, I was at the an Irish Open that Lee Westwood won. He beat his old friend Darren Clark, and I think it was in 1999. So it was in last century uh, when Westwood <laughs> done that. So if he was to go and win the Masters in 2021, it would be quite a story. Um, is there anybody else that we're looking at? Because there's you've mentioned a few names there, and obviously was, there's a lot to look at. Um, yeah. But uh, just if, if there, just I don't want to miss any in case there is any, and then we'll kind of we'll. we'll I, 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 have, I have Hideki Matsuyama. I can never say his name. Uh, but, uh, I think you got it, Matsuyama. <laughs> I, I think I got it. Uh, he's just, you know, this guy's just week in and week out. I mean, he's solid. And, and yeah. uh, he, he's, he's, he's got a pretty good history at uh, Augusta as well. And, uh, you know, he could do it. He could do it. Yeah. He really could. I mean, he's, he, there's no reason. I mean, he's had some great rounds there and, um, you know, this, this guy's got every facet of the game as well. And I mean, he's a solid, solid player. Absolutely. Yeah. I know one viewer in particular, our old friend Mark Farley, used to present this show with me, uh, who uh, I think puts money on Hideki Matsuyama in every single golf tournament and is rarely let down, in fairness, Mike. Uh, he is one of those players. So, right. yeah, look, I mean, these guys are definitely going to be great to look at, and that's one of the beauties of watching um, of, of watching the Masters, of watching Augusta uh, every year, is kind of keeping these guys uh, in, in in mind. But if we're thinking 
again, just to sort of think of like if Rory comes good on the day, he's definitely he's got a chance. If obviously the Shambo, Johnson, Thomas, um, these guys Ram are at, at their best, or if we see a Jordan Spieth uh, wind the clock back, it does it does promise to be an incredible four days. And I'm just wondering if you kind of agree that. There's something about whether it's been the lockdown or whether it's just the way it's all come around with the openness of it. But there seems to be a buzz back in golf that isn't reliant on Tiger Woods, which is wonderful, that hasn't been there in, I would say, nearly 10 years or so. It just seems right. to me that it just it, it, there's every week is worth watching so that when you do build up to a big tournament like this, people are more invested, people are more uh, already in and just can't wait to see the showdown with all these guys at the, at the biggest event of the year. Yeah, no doubt. In fact, uh, I think it's related a lot to um, we're here in the States, especially uh, it, it, you wouldn't have expected rounds to be up, especially when this whole thing started, but uh, but golf has come out of, uh, out of this pandemic very well, because it's been one of the safe socially distanced activities that you can do. Uh, even even when everything else was shut down, the golf courses opened back up, and uh, and people were able to get out and play. And, and golf fans, unlike fans of other sports, are are, are golfers mostly. Um, I mean, you know, we, whether you're watching uh, your football or our football or baseball or whatever, most of us don't play those sports. And we might have as a kid or something growing up, but we don't play them anymore. But we play golf. So I think when you're able to get out and play golf at the rate that participation has been up, especially here in the United States, um, that's just going to heighten the interest for this. And, and it's been a long time coming and we've been watching golf tournaments and sporting events without fans. And I think everybody's looking forward to this. And then the masters itself, there's, we know every, even if you've never been to Augusta national and seen the course, you know, the course you've seen it so many times and it's, and it's so beautiful on high definition television that I know people that aren't even golf fans that'll watch it just to look at the scenery. So yeah, it, it has so many things going for it. Um, this is going to be a huge, huge sporting event. It's going to feel like for us, the Super Bowl. I think this week. Yeah. I think that's kind of what I'm getting at. It does feel like, I think once we kind of see it Thursday night, I think there'll be a kind of a, a countdown to Sunday that I think people aren't even realizing yeah. quite yet, but yeah, only another two days until we get to see the azaleas, uh, you know, maybe we can even watch the part three and see them sooner, but What's your favorite Augusta Hall, Mike? Everybody has one. Oh gosh, um, I I gotta admit it's thirteen. Um, and, yeah. and I never played. I've been to the course several times, but I've never played it. But I have played. Uh, there's a copycat course here called Tour 18, and okay. uh, and and now there's more of them. But uh, they have Amen Corner out there, and and obviously thirteen is the second or the third hole in Amen Corner. And uh, just being able to hit that tee shot and try to bend it around the corner and go for that yeah. green at two. I yeah. love watching them do it. And, and, and as a player, getting to play the copy version of that hole is, is loads of fun. It's some of the most famous shots that you can rem- remember oh. as well. Nicholson from yeah. the pine cones and everything else as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have to say though, the 12 scares the crap out of me. I think I, I'd fancy, you know, I can't, can't play golf for crap, but I'd fancy myself to get a par on the, the 13th, even though I wouldn't, but the 12th, I guarantee, <laughs> guarantee yeah, a quadruple bogey or something. That's, that one's all about reading the win, which fools you all the time. And, and uh, clearly it's, it's been the demise of many players. Just ask uh, Jordan Spieth in his first attempt, right? 
um, when, when he when he had the big lead. But but again, back to Jordan, to his credit, what well, he came back the year later and won it. So bounced back exactly. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. And look, it's great to see him back. It's great to see every. It's great to see fans back mainly at the Masters, and we can't wait for this week. And really, really appreciate um, you uh, spending some time with us today, Mike. We'll put your tips up on the website uh, so you'll be able to check them out there. And hopefully, we'll talk to you in a um, in a month or so, actually, before the PGA, which isn't too far away now. Not too far away at all. So, yeah, looking forward to this week. And uh, as always, thanks for having me on. No worries. Thanks very much to Mike Bailey. And thanks to you for watching. And thanks, of course, to Ladbrokes uh, for um, being with us, as usual, on the build-up. If you are having a bet on the Masters or anything else that's going on this week, please do gamble responsibly. Visit dunlouis.net for more information. We'll be back with more build-up later in the week where we talk some football. Bye.